0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie.
1: And I'm your co-host, Drew Dagie Welcome to episode 155 of Spur of the Moment.
0: Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, we have a trade first, then we're going to get to the Sacramento games. Number one trade, the Spurs picked up Reggie Bullock from Dallas in a three-way trade between the Celtics, Mavericks, and Spurs. The Spurs now have another three and D guy to pair with C.D. Osman on the Spurs bench. As far as a, a trade, and they got a Dallas pick swap in uh, 2030. Drew, what are your thoughts about this trade, and what are your thoughts about Reggie Bullock?
1: Yeah, so I really like this trade, especially that pick swap in 2030. It is what's it, what you call it when you can't like it's not unrestricted, un un something. Um.
0: Yeah, it's not restricted yeah. to, to yeah. top picks. Yeah,
1: I bet. But, yes, yeah, so I really like Reggie Bullock, a 3 and D guy that we really need. His contract is looking at three years, $30 million. Reggie Bullock is a great shooter, and he can really help this team out, get a little bit of minutes on the bench. Do you think he starts?
0: No, he doesn't. He's going to be a bench guy 100%. And, uh, but he can sure hit it and uh, hit the 3 and do a lot of things for us. And his hair – he may be doing going to the hair salon with Jeremy Sohan because he has some crazy yes. hair. But that crazy crazy hair can sure shoot the shoot a the three. A lot of people hate the hair. Do they? Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Who knows how it'll turn out whenever he gets with the Spurs. But uh, I do think that's a that's a really interesting pull for the Spurs. Veteran presence, and uh, I always liked him with the Mavs. He was a scary guy off the bench, hitting hitting three. So. Uh, We'll see. Former North Carolina Tar Heel, Reggie Bullock, is now part of your San Antonio Spurs bench. Now let's get to our Sacramento Summer League. The first game in the Summer League pitted uh, the Charlotte Hornets in the number two pick in the draft, Brandon Miller, against the San Antonio Spurs. And, of course, your Spurs won by a score of 96-77. to 77. Drew, first action in the Summer League with a lot of our rookies. What were your thoughts about this?
1: Oh, my gosh. This was one of the best games in the summer league that I've seen from the Spurs. Out of the gates scored 58 points in the first half while the Hornets only scored 32. We were just dominating that first half. They got they got to us a little in the second half, but what a game from Julian Champagne and Dominic Barlow. They combined for around 55 points. I really like their play. What are your thoughts on their play?
0: I, I'm telling you, Julian Champagne really stood out to me. I got to watch him in Austin a couple times last year and uh, just really impressive to me. And I think, really, he's got uh, a lot of upside. He can shoot the three. He's a big body. He's taller than – I mean, he's, got, he's like six nine. I mean, he's a, he's a big body frame. I believe that's right, six nine. But uh, he can really hit the three, and he does a lot of good things. So uh, I definitely think what he's doing and what he's showing in the summer league is, is, is really strong. And, and I think it's a, a little taste of uh, why the Spurs gave him that four-year, $12 million contract. Uh, ahead of time just because I think they see his potential. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two?
1: Yeah, so for my number one on the top two, I have Julian Champagne, with just 30 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals while shooting 9 of 20 from the field and 5 of 12 from the three-point line in 25 minutes. I think he deserved every single penny of that contract, what a game from Champagne! He will be a huge piece in the Spurs moving forward. My second top two is Dominic Barlow, who had 24 points, 10 rebounds, shooting 10 of 13 from the field in 23 minutes with two blocks. Those two were my top two. Who do you have?
0: Same. I had exactly the same. There's not a lot of doubt in this one. Those two guys stole the show in my opinion, and uh, you know I think you know Malachi Branham didn't play in this one, so so he wasn't there to to help out, but. Wow. I, the the thing that sticks out to me about Dominic Barlow is just watching him and just the growth from year one to year two. He looked a lot more comfortable in his own skin. He was doing a lot uh, rebounding-wise. He had 10 boards, uh, high-efficiency shooting, and just was a big-time factor with the Spurs. He's on a two-way contract with us in Austin, but I really liked what I saw from, from Barlow. Um, And, and of course, we already talked about Julian Champagne. I mean, that guy was doing work in in the five threes, the 30 points, the eight rebounds, just all over the place. He was doing good things. All right, let's get to our uh, bottom two.
1: Yeah, so my number one on the bottom two, I decided to go with Javante McCoy, who got the start in this game, played 16 minutes, but he really didn't do much in those 16 minutes going 0 for 4 from the field with two turnovers with a whopping zero points. So he's my number one on this bottom two list. My second on the bottom two list is going to be City Sissoko. He had three points, 0 for 1 from the field. I just think he could have done more in his debut, but he'll be better um, in the next game. So he's my number two on the bottom two.
0: Well, I like Sissoko's game, and, I mean, obviously scoring wasn't a big part of it, but defensive-wise I really liked what he did. And, uh, but I, I get it from an offensive standpoint looking at that. But he's got a lot of burst, and he, he's a good-looking good looking dude out there. Um, my bottom two, this one was really hard on me um, just because I saw a lot more that I liked out of Blake Wesley this game than I did the entire summer last year. I just It looks like he's a lot more comfortable as well. He's fast as crap. He can fly all up and down the court. But the reason he made my bottom two was the six turnovers. I mean, he was really flirting with the triple-double and the other quadruple-double if you count turnovers because he had six of those. (laughs) But uh, Blake Wesley did a lot of good things. So I'm not trying to take away from his game. I'm just saying cut down on the turnovers, big boy, and we'll be just fine. All right, my number two I had as my uh, bottom two, I had Javante McCoy. Uh, He he got the starting nod for the Spurs but didn't hit. He was 0-4 shooting and uh, turned it over a couple times. Had a few fouls. I just, his game didn't stand out to me, and that's why he's on my bottom two. All right. We want to take it over to the Lakers game?
1: Yes, we do. We will take it over to the Lakers game on July 5th where the San Antonio Spurs defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 109-99. to A great game, very close to, throughout the end. A great third quarter from the Spurs. What were your thoughts on this game?
0: Well, really well played again, and, I, I mean, I just really liked what I saw defensively. Offensively, Different guys stood up, but uh, I, I just I thought that was a was a great performance from your Spurs. I, I, I just really like the way we we're playing. Everybody looks comfortable, and, you know, this is the last game that we won't have Victor Web and Yama on the floor in the summer league, so it was nice to see them get that rhythm and get that flow. Um, good win for the Spurs. Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who did you have for your top two?
1: Yeah, so for my number one on the top two list, I have to go with Malachi Branham. We didn't see him on the July 3rd game against the Hornets, but in this game he showed up 32 points, 5 rebounds, shooting 12 of 24 from the field and 3 of 6 from the three-point line in 26 minutes. I'm glad to see him back. He's a perfect fit for the Spurs, and I can't wait to see him this upcoming regular season. My second top two, I'm going to go with Blake Wesley, much better this game. Had 18 points, seven rebounds, five assists, seven of nine from the field, and 27 minutes. Just the athleticism I see from Blake Wesley got much better this offseason, and he's going to be a much better player this year. Yeah,
0: he's so fast. He flies up and down that court. I really like that, and I struggled with, with my picks on my top two because of Blake Wesley. But my number one was obviously Malachi Branham. I mean, the 32 spot knocking down three of six threes, grabbing five boards. Just a very veteran showing in the summer league for a second-year guy uh, out of Ohio State. So great to see Malachi doing what Malachi does. And to me, I mentioned this to you while we were watching the game. He looks like he, he trimmed off some of that baby fat, and he really looks good, like just more athletic, and he looks like he's moving around a little better. So really nice to see him come back big-time improved. Um, my number two, I, you know, Julian Champagne, did it again, 28 points, five threes, five boards, just another great night for him. And he was a big time effective player on this game. He he had a lot to do with clutch shots at clutch times and, uh, I really liked him. So that's two games in a row. Champagne's made my top two and I just made a little note on my, uh, on my sheet, our preparation sheet, but, uh, honorable mention Blake Wesley, I, I really dug his game. He looked sharp, fast, did a lot. And, uh, you know, last year I thought he was kind of reckless. And uh, even in that first game, he had shades of recklessness, but he's he starting to put it together. And if we can just remind ourselves, ladies and gentlemen, this Spurs team, we're talking still 20-year-olds, a bunch of 20-year-olds, one 19-year-old, I guess two 19-year-olds, but still really young. So to see that growth that fast – Good on you, Blake Wesley. Really, really Mm -hmm. proud of that. Um, Let's get to our bottom two. Who Who'd you have for your bottom?
1: Yes, for my number one on this bottom two, I went with Chandi Brown. Really didn't do anything coming off the bench. He had two points, one turnover. He shot 0-4 from the field in 12 minutes. Not much from him. My second on the bottom two, I had Eric Stevenson. Had three points, but he turned the ball over two times while shooting 1-4 of from the field. Those are my bottom two. Who do you have?
0: Yeah, so I have, uh, number one, I had Cedric Milner, and he just, uh, his game, he was two of six shooting, and uh, I was just hoping for a little bit more out of him, but uh, he's number one uh, on my bottom two, and then my number two, I also had Chandy Brown, same story, and we'll see, maybe these guys can hang on and fit in with the Austin Spurs, and they're trying to, they're trying to play their self into NBA roles, so. You know, one bad game doesn't, doesn't make or break them, but uh, those two guys were my bottom two. All right, now it's time for our question of the day, and tonight's question comes from CJ in San Marcos. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626, or you can tweet your questions to us at spur-otm on Twitter. Tonight's question CJ asks, Julian Champagny has been really impressive so far. What does the Spur of the Moment podcast think his role will be in the upcoming season? Where do you think he fits in, Drew?
1: Yeah, so that is a very good question. Averaging like about around 30 points these first two games in the summer league. What does his role look like in the regular season? I'm not sure. I think he'll be about the 8th or ninth man off the bench. Maybe even the 6th man, but he's not going to start. But yes, I think he will get some well-deserved minutes. What do you think his role will be?
0: Yeah, I kind of looked at it as... Um, I had him coming off the bench. I kind of looked at him as that seventh or eighth guy in the rotation. I think Malachi is going to be the sixth man. I think we may have a surprise there as a sixth man as well, somebody that maybe we're used to starting just by the way the lineup works or what what Pop tries to do with the lineup. But, uh, yeah, that's where I think he could be seventh or or eighth, Um, but he's going to get a lot of minutes. And I I foresee him, CJ, getting probably – you're looking at – anywhere from 16 to 22 minutes per night and uh, chipping in you know if we're looking at stat lines we're chipping in maybe a, a couple threes uh six points you know probably averaging close to anywhere from eight to ten points a game and then chipping in with another four or five rebounds a game I think that'd be a great role for him and a great way to develop and then some nights when guys are getting rest like Devin Vassell or Kelvin Johnson Or, you know, you know how the Spurs do it where we're going to have certain nights. I think that's when we'll see him rise up and have 20-point nights or kind of like the summer league whenever other guys are getting a break. And he'll he'll get a lot of good minutes. And uh, I really like that that Spurs move of locking him in for the next four years because he's a great attitude guy. Watched him play, like I said earlier, in Austin quite a bit. And uh, he's a fun guy, and and, uh, he can really shoot the three, which we need a lot of just to space the floor a little bit more. And uh, I, I like it. So thanks for your question, CJ. I think I think we'll see a big role for Champagny next year. I think you're going to see kind of a Keita Bates-Diop role, except a better shooter, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, Yeah. So, all right. Now we're going to preview our upcoming game, and we're really just going to talk about the Las Vegas Summer League. And uh, there's – Somebody new is coming to play with the Spurs in this game, Drew. Do you know who's who's coming in on uh, this first game against the? Uh, I guess we're back to the Charlotte Hornets again.
1: Yes. Yeah, so making their debut against Ju- on July seventh, we have Victor Webin Yama. I cannot wait for that game. I'm gonna be excited. Gonna watch that game throughout it. How? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, it's really exciting. I. It's like uh, Christmas morning opening up a yeah. present. They've already sold out the arena, so there's a lot of hype around him, which is a tough thing for a 19-year-old that just moved to the U.S. a couple weeks ago and has been thrust into it, but... I think he'll deal with it and handle it just fine. Um, the Victor Webanyama debut is going to be so much fun, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and, and just see. Now now we'll have some data and input to kind of see what kind of player he's going to be and what he turns into. So um, that's our first Summer League game against, again, the Charlotte Hornets and Brandon Miller, uh, who's had a rough go of it in, in Summer League so fouling far. Fouling a lot of people. A lot of fouls. Eight fouls one game because they don't count. Um, they don't let him foul out like in the regular season. It's but 10. 10? Yeah. They get 10 yeah. fouls in the game. That's crazy. Um, well, so who's your player to go off in this first game against Charlotte? Is it going to be Vic or is it going to be somebody else?
1: Yeah, so I'm not going to go with Vic. I'm not going to um, hide my expectations up for him. So my player to go off is going to be Blake Wesley. I think he's very consistent, starting to be a more consistent player. So he is going to be my player to go off for this game against the Charlotte Hornets.
0: All right, I like it. I like I like what I've seen out of Blake Wesley, and I, I'm down with that. My player to go off, I, I just like rolling with a hot hand, and I think Julia Champagny is the hot hand, and I think he's going to have a big night for the Spurs. I think he's going to continue to show why the Spurs front office is one of the smartest in the NBA, if not the smartest, and uh, you know why they why they locked him in. So the Julian Champagny show continues in, in my uh, player to go off. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's fun to see the Spurs competing again. It's fun to see the summer league action. This will give us a little taste in our mouths before we get going in the regular season in October. So it's a, kind of a fun thing to follow, especially with the new blood on the team showing up in the next game. Drew, would you take us home, please?
1: Yes, thank you everybody for listening. And as always, Go Spurs Go!